like Joe, Joe belongs to the streets. I'm not going to lie. that's what's up with these demonic succubuses sucking the life and the the money right out of you I should know from Vegas (laughs) (laughs) I would let Joe ruin my life oh I would let Joe give me AIDS (laughs) (laughs) you'd be like I'm so sorry I don't know how it happened it's like yeah it's okay it's okay Joe I I love you like it's totally fine (laughs) I want this. Yeah. <laughs> Got anything yeah. else? <laughs> yeah. Jake was like, even though he's on time, Cody still manages to be late somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your mutant ability. Like you just like fuck with time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah time around me slows down. <laughs> yeah, it's like time dilation. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Dude, boys, I got some exciting news. Is, if it's, is it just going to be cry? you getting drunk or something? Because yeah. I can't, Last time I can't keep like, taking I these mediocre <laughs> announcements. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually going to be I'm getting a haircut. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you can't follow Anthony's announcement of us being his groomsmen with like, guess yeah. what, you guys? I'm clipping my toenails today. <laughs> The chronological order of announcements is Cody announcing he cried to his friends about how much he loved them, followed by me announcing Cody and Jake are my roommates, followed by this announcement. (laughs) It's a shit sandwich. Well, it's a great sandwich with shit bread. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you made the bread, dude, so. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna live in it. Yeah, sleep in it. <laughs> yeah, you made your bread. I'll sleep, sleep in it. it. <laughs> 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 oh, that's awesome. Uh, welcome, boys. Yeah, good to see you guys. Yeah, how's everyone feeling? Ah, uh, hilarious. <laughs> Jake has the plague. Well, the plague. I might as well announce to our our fans. It's official, you guys. After years of Literally fighting off communism and liberals, I too have succumbed to COVID and I'm now positive with the Rona. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't believe it got me, man. I'm not going to lie. I prided myself this whole time on not getting it by having a stronger immune system than everyone else. Yeah, well. Clearly a guy. How do you think I felt, dude? I felt that same way. Not what? gonna lie. Y'all are like, some bitches. I'm not surprised that any of you got it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not surprised that I was the first to get it. Oh, I'm not surprised either. I'm actually I'm convinced you're patient zero, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I started the whole damn thing. I wouldn't be surprised if the entire end of the world is because of Cody's fuckery. Yep, that's why Joe Manchin is trying to keep power in West Virginia. He <laughs> yeah, knows yeah. he's at the source. Yeah, Cody is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. But yeah, dude, I think Vegas gave me the Rona for sure. Dude, uh, that's what happens when you go to the 
what is that city called? What's it called? The Sin, Sin City? Sin City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were thinking. <laughs> You're like, that's what happens when you go to the old uh, big place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the city of sin. I know. I mean, better, better coronavirus than fucking AIDS, I guess. So. <laughs> very true <laughs> <laughs> if For you're sure. gonna come back with anything from vegas hopefully it's some money but also not aids yeah not aids not aids though, though I, didn't, I didn't even tell you guys and this is a true story i hinted at it in the last episode i got my shit robbed while i was in vegas oh shit yeah you that was gonna be our after after hour story oh we yeah never got well, it. i'll save it for now i'll tell it now i uh dude i like got my credit cards and debit cards taken more than likely by this woman who no, she was not a prostitute because we <laughs> should, I we never I like I never Oh well a lot of people were like, Oh, let me guess you got robbed by a hooker and I was like, No, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I did get robbed, but she wasn't a hooker because we never had sex and I never paid her for anything. She hung out with me for like eight hours. And then we went back to my room and when I woke up, she was gone and all the shit was taken out of my wallet. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Hell that yeah. sucks. Dude, it did suck because she tried to like it's like I, my credit card company called me and they're like, "Hey, did you just try buying like eight hundred dollars worth of shit from Walmart?" And I was like, "No, absolutely not." <laughs> so yeah. Damn. Um, so was this some sort of femme fatale? Oh, what it was? No, it was, it was just a whore with a regular whore's heart. But <laughs> <laughs> Jake, I am sorry you lost your things. Uh, you had your shit stolen. That's terrible news, but yep. also a delight. <laughs> Why do you delight in it? Because it couldn't happen to a better dude. You know what? what I mean? Fuck you, Cody. You deserve every bad thing that's ever happened to you in life. <laughs> Cody, why, why do you delight so much in others' misfortunes? I know. You said, oh, yeah, you, you, said you would be proud and happy if you could. <laughs> something about killing Kevin Costner. We're like, what? Oh, Kevin yeah. Costner? <laughs> He's unnecessarily killing people. Dude, I said only briefly killing him in my defense. <laughs> Oh, you like it would be like a delight. Why? Why do you delight in these terrible things? Is what I'm saying. Uh, I don't know. I like chaos. <laughs> I like chaos. Yeah, I'm the Joker, dude. <laughs> oh God, I don't know if you're the Joker, but you're definitely a clown. Oh, did you see what that that tweet that I posted? I know Anthony saw it. No, I don't. I don't have Twitter anymore. I got rid of it because no, Anthony, bull- Anthony legit bullied me into getting rid of Twitter. Yep, I said <laughs> fucking delete this. I'm tired of your shit, more or less. I uh, got no. I, I also posted it on Instagram because it was so fucking funny. What was it? This coworker of mine. <laughs> I was reading a book about like it's basically like I think we talked about it before, Anthony. But it's like fear and loathing, but from the perspective of a past his prime stand-up comedian. Oh, yeah. Who writes that? And what's it called? Sam Talent. And it's Sam called Talent, Running the yes. Light. Mm, nice. And it's really fun. I'm like almost completely finished with it. And it's really fucking good. But I was reading it at work the other day. And this dude comes up to me and asks me what it's about. And I say, a down-on-his-luck comedian. And before I can even say anything else, he just interrupts me and goes, you mean like the Joker? And then he did his best impression of 
the Joker laugh, but not like the traditional one. That would have been honestly way cooler. He did the uh, Joaquin Phoenix one. Oh no! Who does, who does an impression of that? Yeah. And then he was like, and then he was like, man, that was a great, a great movie. Uh, you know who was an awesome comedian? Louis C.K. I used to love him. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then he just walked away before I could even <laughs> respond to any of it. I was like almost in shock. And this is the coworker who you're convinced is an undercover cop. Yeah. He just be like <laughs> asking people what, like really cop like where they get drugs. But he's like, where do you get drugs? Like, what's their name and stuff like that? Dude, man, it sounds like a cop to me. <laughs> Yeah, and then this guy at one point in time, uh, one of the girls was talking about about her girlfriend or something like that, and then he was just like, "Oh, so you like girls? Do you like girls and guys?" <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy already. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being undercover and like you're like, "Sweet, I can't wait to like take down criminals," and they're like, "All right, your assignment is." You're gonna work at Outback. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I'm not Outback anymore, dude. Oh, Those yeah. days are behind you're me. At, where are you at now? The Winchester. Oh, the Winchester. Winchester. Wake yeah, it sounds classy. Nice. It is way classy. I thought you were gonna say, imagine you're like undercover and like you just find out you're working with Cody. <laughs> <laughs> in that yeah. case, in that case, that's a two-day assignment because you can get Cody arrested in no time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did not. I am um, I would be an easy target. You would the, be. You would yeah, you would get taken down easily. Dude, yeah, do you have I any don't... drugs? Yes, all of them. My name's Cody Cannon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I feel like I should trust you. <laughs> Dude, well, you know who's someone you shouldn't trust? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe from Fatal. <laughs> yes. Joe. Don't trust Joe. Yeah, I love this comic. All it's a great comic. We'll get into it. Welcome to another episode of Comics and Chronic. I am Jacob H. As always, I'm joined by Cody Cannon and Anthony Inaccio. Today we are covering Fatal by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips, published by Image Comics. <coughs> Cody, shut the fuck up! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't handle your smoke. I know, dude. Edibles, we we, like can, we can't have bitches on the show, Cody. Yeah, well, then you had a fuck. Ah, <laughs> Good one. Good one. <laughs> I was going to roast myself. I just tripped over my own work. That's how you know you suck when you can't even roast yourself. Hey. <laughs> but we love you. Anyways. Anyway, let's get to the comic <laughs> at hand. <laughs> Cody suffered enough abuse for one episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but Fatal, which pretty much tells the story of an immortal woman who, through the ages, gets into shenanigans with some very uh, demonic-like forces and has powers that she can both control and kind of not control, honestly. Yeah. I feel like that was one of the worst synopses you, you, you're, you're trying too hard to make up for the fact that we roasted you. It's okay, Cody. No, I'm just saying it was a bad job. Damn. Well, then let's hear Cody's. Yeah, let's hear intro. Cody's take on it. <laughs> 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 ah, yeah, you don't got anything to say now, do you? <laughs> you want to hear Yeah, this? let's hear this piece yes. of shit. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay. 
So, uh, Whoa, Fatale. good one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Fatal, uh, it's the story of this woman, this immortal woman. Literally what I just Joe. said. Okay. And, <laughs> so uh, far, so different. No, this, this immortal woman, Joe, and it's about her tale over the years, over the decades, okay. and she gets into some shenanigans with some demon-like forces. Literally what I said! <laughs> <laughs> I think you kind of like Cody's better, though. <laughs> 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 all right anthony do you want to take a crack at it <laughs> yeah no because i think you you guys are actually leaving out some details so there's this um there's this woman she's a uh, it's an immortal woman named Joe, right? no i didn't i didn't even get to the part like she's dealing with like these mm, demonic forces <laughs> And uh, she has powers, you know, but some of them are out of her control. <laughs> <laughs> right. right, right. Is that that? that yeah, that, that sounded the most original out of anyone's. <laughs> <laughs> it was something off the top of my head. I don't know. No, I think people get the gist. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's a cool comic because it's like definitely half supernatural, half detective noir. Mm-hmm. Mixes both genres. It blends those two like magically. Yeah. yeah. No pun like intended. It's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it feels. I mean, right away, it feels super grounded, and you're you're like you know you're not even expecting the demonic at first. I like the way it's like slowly introduced, and then it's like, oh shit, there's a lot going on with these demon dudes. Yeah, yeah, it it does. You don't even really grasp all of it until like the second or third start third volume. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, yeah, it was at first. It's a it's a bit confusing just because like it switches between characters and like the chronology is a little bit like here and there. And so you're kind of putting it switches between timelines and that way it kind of feels like a Quentin Tarantino film. Honestly, I was going to say the exact same thing. Of course you were. (laughs) (laughs) Our our brooby baby. baby. Oh, you almost made me spit up my water. <laughs> Ruby baby. <laughs> yeah, it seems like he was definitely influenced by Tarantino and just like that kind of uh like crime like like thing of the nineties, two thousands, you know? Mm. Yeah, I mean he's also like there's definitely like some clear uh like Lovecraftian homage is being paid. definitely that like hard Lovecraft, heavy. heavy lovecraft vibes like yeah. the main the main demon dude definitely has like cthulhu head yeah cthulhu yeah. head but a human body like it never it surprised me that it never got too much crazier than that you know well it never gets crazy than that but they say like like there's one panel where it's like cosmic space like and you know that they say there's like darker evil ancient forces that have been around since the beginning of time yeah. Like, so they hint at like this overall like bigger thing. Yeah, it definitely wasn't like I mean, even though it was the big baddie of the story, 
it was definitely left open in the way saying that uh, there's always going to be a bigger fish. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like I think someone's like go to hell and he's like, Oh, there are much worse places than hell or something like that. What's that guy's name? The villain's name. He's awesome. The dude, Mr. Something. Yeah. Mr. Something. What is it? Hmm. I don't know. Ooh, I just opened up to a really great panel though. Speaking of the Cthulhu and space and shit. I can't see it. Uh, Yeah. It's kind of hard to see. You guys suck. What volume is that? Uh, Volume two. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's not, I mean, the movie isn't, I mean the movie. Well, actually actually, that mistake are, are they ever making this into like a movie or series? I'm sure. I I think it would make a great HBO miniseries. Mm. Yeah. I would like to see a miniseries more than a movie. Honestly. Yeah. Cause you could do like a few episodes from each book. Yeah. You could honestly do a 10 part miniseries and it would probably be perfect. For years, I wanted to write a spec script on Fatal, but Ed Brubaker already writes for HBO, so there's no point in doing that. Mm. Not necessarily, because if you, uh, as a spec script, what would it be? Like the pilot or just a random like story in that world? Or not or? a spec script. I guess I would just want to write a script for Fatal, for the screen, but there's no point because Ed Brubaker already writes for the screen. Like he, he wrote on Westworld, and I know he writes on a bunch of TV shows. Yeah, but I still think that would be number one as a fan like that's something cool to do as a writer that's a great practice you know how we were talking about with ramon like he did Mm, uh queen of queen of the hill spec script and then the yeah sound in the furio Sopranos spec script like yeah yeah there's people that were writers for sopranos you know like i didn't i didn't realize till the other day that uh one of the writers for sopranos was the showrunner for mad men you know like Oh yeah. It, it never it's not like, you know, any show doesn't have the talent, but like if you're I don't know, if I was you, I'd say as your friend especially, I say I would still write it. Why the fuck not? Yeah, dude, write that shit. Um, yeah. But either way, I would just love to definitely see it cuz I think it would make for It's fucking great. I love that it takes place throughout all different like ages, like the medieval like when they show her medieval past. Yeah. That part is like honestly yeah, one I of really my like favorite. Yeah. I think that's the coolest. Yep. Yeah. Because you also finally get some backstory about Joe that's like starting to make sense about why she's so like magical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. I love like when she like specifically I'm, I'm remember I've reread Fatal so many times. Like I love it. I think it's easy. One of my most highly recommended uh, just comic books to read, honestly. Oh, you've been telling me about this. You've been telling me about this comic for years, dude. And I'm so glad I finally read it. Yeah, it's yeah I didn't wa- read it until this summer. I read it while I was in L.A. Nice. You breezed through it, series. too. Yeah. Dude, it was incredible. It's a good it's 24 read. issues. Yeah, once it picks up, it's just like pretty addictive. Yeah. You don't want to do anything else. Yeah. Yep. And I think you could pretty much read it in a day if you really wanted to. It's not that long. Oh, you know what I thought I feel like about? The storytelling has the same captive powers that Joe. That's does. what I was about to say. It, like it is pretty addictive so much so that you don't want to put it down and like once somebody meets Joe, they never like want to leave her side, you know? Yeah. Well, when men yeah. want well, yeah, to. When, when men, men want, want to. to. That's true. Yeah. Men are easily manipulated by her. Yeah. One of my favorite stories is when she pretty much meets like the equivalent of Nirvana. <laughs> Yeah. In uh you know the wait, band wait, the band so- in Seattle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like that lose is their a mind. Up That's a super yeah, fucked that up story. That one was like almost uh that one takes a like is I'd probably say the hardest horror influence. Mm. Yeah. 
I just like, like the way they turn on each other. Yeah, they stuff. all turn on each other and then they kill one of the bandmates, but they act like it's totally normal. And even one of the dude's girlfriends is like, why are they all acting like this is like easy to deal with? And it's because and she realizes it's Joe that like unbeknownst to her, like Joe doesn't always like intentionally use her powers to do this. She can just be right. like, there's that one scene where they're shooting the music video and she's just dancing, having fun. And then the people around her start to like fuck each other and go crazy. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, she's so beautiful yeah, and great. Yeah, like to the point where like, yeah, like, like <laughs> other men will like rip each other's throats out just to like get her attention. Yeah. And and what's even more fucked up, like Ed Brubaker takes this to the absolute level where like her powers, it's not just grown men that it works on, little boys. Oh, it like fucks their son. whole lives up. Dude, her son her wanted son. to bang her. Her like five year old. And kill son. her, yeah. And kill her, bang, yeah. Bang then kill her. But I thought one of the more interesting other examples of that is that there's a kid he's with his family in like disney world or something and she just briefly walks, walks by him, by that's him it. and he's immediately like it turns him into a serial killer oh yeah you're because right because he's looking for her his entire life and when he takes women that kind of look like her he like tortures them and 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 kills and you know oh, he kills i forgot them. about that character you're totally right that damn yeah, yeah. that's awesome that was- Dude, yeah, it's just this like it's like this blessing and curse. It's like you're yeah. immortal, but you're gonna have to deal with this. It's like uh, th- this like torture the entire your entire existence. She'll also never know true love because of it, because it's only because right. of her power that men are even like really into her. Right? She's not evil. It's she, just, she's not it's evil a, at like all. Right? It's just like whatever curse was placed on her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do we ever know exactly where the curse comes from? No, but I think in the medieval thing, they, I don't know. She wakes up, right? And she just has no memory of what happened before that. Yeah. yeah. So she wakes up and they tried to burn her alive, right? They thought yeah, she was I think a that's witch. Her, like, yeah, something like that. It's, it's not, it's not extremely straightforward. That's why I was also confused. I mean, I think I think it alluded without saying so. I I felt like it alluded to something to do with like the same kind of demonic forces that I thought did like a gypsy woman not place a curse on her. Or am I making that up? No, the gypsy woman was her friend. She actually helped her understand the curse a bit. More. Oh yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, so maybe it's not implicitly said, but somehow she gets cursed. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think, yeah, it, it definitely happens in that medieval time, but even she doesn't know. So it's kind of like it gives you that Tarantino or even if you want to, I think we mentioned it every episode so far this year, Memento. It's kind of got like that memento as <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Nice. No, you're yeah. right, because she does wake up in that old dude's house in the forest who's like, no, I'm not going to try and fuck you. Oh, and he's actually yeah. the only guy, remember, who her powers didn't work on. Right. But it turns out, I think maybe he was a eunuch or something like that. Oh, because eh. one of the when the when the like the king's people come or whoever comes for him is like, oh, we know what you're doing with that girl. And he's like, I'm not doing anything. And it's not just because, you know, I'm missing something or something like that. There was a line of dialogue that suggested oh, really? like he was a eunuch or something. But yeah. to your point, like that's maybe what stopped him from that, because we learn later on the only way to truly not be. Um, susceptible to Joe's curse is if you have these tattooed markings on you. Yeah, those runes that uh, the dude, the detective slash the guy from World War II has on him. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, that, that guy's a cool character too. Yes. Wal- is his name Walter? Yeah, Walter. 
Yeah, Walter. Walter Dude, honestly, all of the characters are so well written and so Mm. well fleshed out. Uh, It's really cool. Like, Edward Baker does a good job of making you fall in love with characters and then murdering them Mm. in this book. Yeah, and often brutally in this book. Yeah. A lot of satanic rituals here. Oh, satanic yeah. rituals <laughs> people just like sacrificing themselves for joe in yeah. like horrific ways yeah i also loved and if, if you guys read more of ed brubaker and sean phillips stuff ed brubaker loves based on all his books he loves diving into uh like west coast hollywood cult type of things there's another comic books where they deal into hollywood sex cults and here like a lot of that is kind of uh in the book too because all the dudes like the, I don't know, what's the guy, the, the giant squid dude? The hippie, like, hippie. Oh, that the, dude. Like, yeah. dude? No, the, the, the villain. Like, his, oh, yeah. his followers are pretty much just straight up normal, like, sex cult human people. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And those two, uh, those two minions of his, the guys who look like the dudes from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> those yeah. dudes are cool. Yeah. Those dudes are awesome. Yeah. It's just a good They're book. Brutal. Dude, the villains are super or really fucked up people, and it's like really cool. Yeah, that whole cult. Yeah, a lot of the villains are even just normal people. Whether yeah. it's yeah, they're just they just either follow the cult or oh, the dude, the villain's name is just Bishop. They just Bishop. Call him Bishop. Yeah, yeah, Bishop. You're right. You're right. Uh, is it Mister Bishop? Maybe people just say Mister Bishop, but I think I it's Mister Bishop. Yeah. Know what's crazy about this comic? It was originally supposed to just be like twelve issues, which is was like wow. There's there was way more story to tell after twelve issues. Oh yeah, yeah but I'm glad 12. it was. It's double twelve. It's twenty four, and the last issue is pretty long. Yeah, the last one's the biggie. Yeah, yep. the biggie. Dude, I love the scene where they or they show Bishop throughout the ages. They kind of give like a little backstory to him. Yes, and like he survives. I'm pretty. I don't know if it's World War One or one of them. They also show him in like 1930s New York City and he like seduces women and like sacrifices the baby and shit. And he has that tree that have like tied yeah. up babies to them. Yeah. Uh, super fun. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Dude, like a lot of the imagery, like it's fucked up to look at in this book. Yeah. It's hyper violent. Like it's really, it shows you what's happening. Yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ed, Bru- Ed Brubaker was way more fucked up than. Uh, his like Marvel and DC work had led me to believe in a cool way. Like, it's- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I mean, Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips are currently like they're my favorite team right now in comic books. Nobody's, nice, yeah. nobody's touching the work they do. In all honesty, yeah, and they just work so well together. Yeah, and they churn out work. They like put out new shit all the time. Criminal, Killer Be Killed, which is also being made into a movie. Actually, nice. Yeah, Killer Be Killed, Killed is sick. I think Criminal, I think Criminal and Fatal are my favorite. And and so these books that Ed Brubaker makes, it's not like a shared universe, right? Every story is standalone. Yeah, but like they all have like the same noir detective feeling to it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's like his. Uh, That's like his niche for sure. Yeah, and Sean Phillips is always his his art partner. Yeah, I, I have noticed that. Um, I have. Like for instance, I have Pulp, but I haven't read it. But oh, it just Pulp everything about awesome. it seemed really cool, dude. Pulp it's like a western, right? Yeah, that, that's a one shot. At least so far, it's a one shot. Their one shots are cool too. Mm. Who was your favorite? 
I guess, I mean, I think that Joe is kind of like the anti-hero of the story, but who was your favorite dude that, like, she loved and stuff like that? I think Walter, honestly. I think because also Walter, because she had no power over Walter, Walter, like, genuinely loved her. Yeah. And I love at the, I think it's it's in the first volume when he carves the runes into himself so he can fight Bishop and he takes Bishop's eyes. Yeah. 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 Like he was the only one who was like willing to go like toe to toe with a fucking demon. Yeah. Like, dude. Was, and then Bishop has to wear sunglasses. Yeah. All for like, yeah, the whole entire story after that, he wears sunglasses. And he, always, and he gets more and more fucked up. Like, he's, he's burnt at one point. Yeah. Because we learned that's happened in World War II, right? He gets burnt alive by Walter in World War II. And oh, then Walter comes yeah, to get his right. eyes. Not in present day, but I uh, know in present day. In yeah, present yeah, day, yeah. he comes and takes his eyes. Yeah. That's the thing about the story. Like Walter's in like the first volume and the second volume too. And the right? second volume, yeah. But then you don't see him for a little while, and then it's back in the past. Like there'll be like a flashback to World War II, and then they mention Walter. But in my head, I, I forgot about Walter because I was just you know reading it as kind of like one story really quickly. And then I'm like, oh shit, that's Walter who also fucked uh, Bishop up in the present. I was like, hell yeah, Walter. Dude, Walter was straight swinging on demons. Yep. Yeah. Don't give a fuck. Whereas, whereas Nicholas, so the main dude, Nicholas Lash, right? That's his name with the white hair, right? Streaking his hair. He he was kind of a pussy, but he also was missing a leg, so it made it hard. But he's also missing a leg because of her. True. True. It's because the car accident. Everything bad bad that that happens to him is literally because of her. (laughs) And he still loves her, though. He still is like. Yeah, but once again, it's not like real love. It's just because of her power. Right, 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 right. In fact, actually, now that we think about it, the story ends with him in a mental asylum because he goes crazy <laughs> for all the shit that Joe put her through and Joe sells his de- his father's books and makes money off him. That is true. Yeah. Uh, like Joe, yeah. Joe belongs <laughs> to the streets. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up with these demonic succubuses sucking the life and the, and the money right out of you. I should know from Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I would let Joe ruin my life. Oh, I would let Joe give me AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, I'm so sorry. I don't know how it happened. It's like, yeah, it's okay. Like, it's okay, Joe. Yeah. I, I love you. Like, it's totally fine. I want this. Yeah. <laughs> Got anything <Yeah>. else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so reading the story, as I was getting towards the end, I and I had to look this up because I was like, I hope this is not true because it would be too fucked up. What? I was starting to think that uh, Nicholas was Joe's son, like grown up or a son that she had to had give up for adoption or something or had to pretend it wasn't hers, like for his safety. Yeah. But it's not. And I had to look that up because... I saw something with Ed Brubaker and he's like, no, even I'm not that fucked up. (laughs) That that thought never crossed my mind. It crossed my mind because we saw that with little kids, even her own son, the the power works on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like a thought where I'm like, please don't let this be the case because that's too fucked up. And I'm glad it wasn't like Nicholas is not her son, but that's a huge revelation that she did have a son. Yeah. Like you don't know that at first. She says it's the only time she ever tried to like have a family with somebody. Right. And it, and it backfired because the son like just gets swayed by her power and like legit gets jealous of like her life. Yeah. yeah. It's also creepy just because of how young the son is too. Like he's legit like a fucking kid. Right. Yeah, he's like five or yeah, something. Yeah, he's like, like five. Yeah. 
Yep, and and I think someone tries to warn her like it would happen, and she's like, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah, she ignores it. So she blames herself for that happening, actually. I mean, dude, in every... It's really tragic. It is tragic, and in every yeah, issue, she's literally smashing in every issue. Yep. Joe she is, doesn't stop it. She's like... <laughs> dude, Joe takes... She's getting that D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe is very sex positive. <laughs> yeah. And we love that for her. We love that for her. We Even if it ruins her. everyone's life. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. She's literally like the ultimate. If you're sex positive, it'll ruin everyone's <laughs> 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 But like it literally like it's it's not so on the nose that it makes it corny, but she is the ultimate femme fatale, you know. She, yeah. Being with her in any way, she even crossing her path will end your life. That's true. Whether Actually, she wants it to or not. I never thought about that. You're right, because it is fatal. And whenever you think about a fatal, you do think of like a woman who's out there killing intentionally. She's literally just yeah. trying to run away and live her life. But Seriously, every time yeah, she crossed paths with anyone, it just goes terribly for her and them. And she's also being hunted. She's also being hunted by demons. Yeah, I was gonna say the demons could sense her. They have like her- Joe sense. Yeah. <laughs> what is the reason? I forget. Why do they want to kill her again? Give him power or more power? Is it to give like Bishop that? power or is it to like? I almost feel like it was like to get that energy or like her essence just out of the existence. I think so. Yeah. The some parts of the story, I'll admit, I did find a bit confusing. Not that it was like so convoluted, but. They didn't just harp on it, you know, like they didn't try to explain it too much. Yeah, they didn't. Like, they, every, a lot of this book is written in a way that it leaves a lot to the imagination. And I mean that in the most positive way. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Like I said, it wasn't confusing in the sense like, what did I just read? It was just like, oh, did they explain that? It, does, it doesn't really change much. It doesn't really. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, I, you know, it doesn't. Yeah, I guess it doesn't change much because it doesn't change like their intentions. Like, you know what they want, you know? Right, like yeah, the like the big the big plot of the story is like there's this hunt going on. Not that it's a hunt, but there it almost it's like a woman hunt. Like they're constantly on Joe's track, and like they're trying to yeah they're they're trying to get to her. She definitely has a page, or someone has a page from their book. Maybe that's what they need. Yeah, she does. They're have, always looking for that page. Yeah, she does have something. From that's like what that it is. Ancient demonic book thing. Right. Yeah, to give him more power or whatever it is. To right. The world or whatever he's trying to do. Yeah, exactly. And then there, if you guys remember, there's that one dude who has the page locked away, but like he almost doesn't know that he does. But Joe like activates him, and, oh, and I know when he's when, even when she's not around, he's like really fucked up. But she keeps yeah. him around so that that thing would stay hidden and they're off her scent. In the house. The dude in the house. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he has the runes on him. Yes. That there old you go. man. That's yeah. Oh, no. That's a different dude, too. Entirely. Oh, okay. That's a cool character. The librarian. The librarian. That guy's cool as fuck. Yep. Did you realize yeah. he was the grandson of the Native American dude she met in the past? No. I don't think so. No. I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. Because he mentions, he's like, my grandfather was a Native American who who taught me these things or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. It's a very, again, that's the, uh, like we're talking about the comics. is one line. They don't harp on it. Yeah. They, they say it and it's gone. But if but, you pay attention, yeah, there's a lot of shit that's like interwoven and linked to one another. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's beautifully so. It's this whole, the whole thing. It's like Joe is this walking black hole that like once anything related to you it just like everything revolves around her and connects and it's just incredible yeah yeah she's also sexy has thick black hair yeah just like, like a jet you know black in hair. real life yeah like i so okay 
Question. Who would you cast as Joe live action? Honestly, Scarlett Johansson. You think Scarlett Johansson? A, because like when I, not that I see her when I read it, but like Scarlett Johansson could have that effect on me. <laughs> I feel like if you were to dye her hair black and make her play Joe, like I'd be like, yeah, I would be, I would have my life ruined by her. No. Okay. <laughs> that's good. Know who I was thinking because she already has black hair. I could see her as it. She's not maybe the best actress. Who? I was thinking Megan Fox is Joe. Good. I, I get what you mean looks wise, but act no. Action action. Not acting. acting. Yeah. yeah, not acting. Looks wise, yes. I would say maybe Kate Beckinsale back in the day at least. Mm, okay. I could see that. Underworld, yeah. She has and pretty she black act. hair and she can act, yeah. Yeah. Maybe Angelina Jolie at some point. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I would see that. Yeah, younger Tomb Raider era Angelina. Yeah. yeah. Charlize Theron, maybe. Yeah, pretty much any but of she's, the... Oh, I always see her as blonde, but yeah, she could do that. You just dye their hair. There was... I I kind of remember watching a movie as a kid, and it sucked, but it was Rebecca <laughs> Romaine Stamos. And it was called, I think, Femme Fatale or something like that. Yeah, I know. But I feel like she could have also p- pulled it off. Like, her work as Mystique, I feel like yeah. that would be a good role for her, too. Yeah. Or Betty White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Betty White. Betty White is Hell true. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but like Golden Girls era better. Well, yeah. In the last issue, we do finally see Joe after she manages to destroy the curse. Yes, yeah, get gets rid to of her curse. She gets, yeah, she finally gets to become an old lady and die of old age. And so, yeah, that, she that, gets a happy ending. She gets a happy ending, but literally nobody else does. Yeah, no. But it's her story. <laughs> Do you think it's a really an allegory about toxic masculinity? <laughs> <laughs> I say that jokingly, but then it's like, you could low-key interpret No, that's a good point. (laughs) Yeah, because you could make this, you don't, in a way, like, you could take away the magic and not have the curse and have it be that, like, she's such a, you know, an attractive woman, like, the way men act around her is toxic. Like, they kill for her, and they, like, cheat on their wives and their fiancés for her. Yeah, they try to rape her if they don't get what they want. Right, when they, and that happens, actually. Even if people are under her curse, and she can control them and tell them, she could literally tell anyone, any man, what to do, and they'll listen to her. Yeah, but she can also sometimes, like, if they're too under her power, they could try to like rape her, and she can't tell them. Right, to, like, exactly. Yeah. So, like th- that that toxic masculine part yeah. of themselves still is there. Ooh, see, to- toxic masculinity is more powerful than any dark magic. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. I liked how the demon people were like. You know, we've been around forever, but when World War One and World War Two happened, especially with the Nazis, we saw that what you were capable of, and we're, we're like, yes, we could work in plain sight. Like they could still be fucked up because the world was already acting fucked up, yeah. and they're just like, cool, we're gonna do our thing now. Well, there's yeah, yeah, there's also those like flashbacks from Walter's perspective before he ever meets Bishop, and he said he's like, I always felt like things were weird and. He would see like a van of Nazis go by, and one of them would look like, like you know, like monstrous. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, "What?" Like, but like yeah. that happens a bunch throughout the comic, where like people think they see a demon, and it's just like they can see like them yeah. inside, like they can see the demon inside of people. It's almost yeah. like all those people are like Roddy Piper from They Live. <laughs> like they can see the demons, but not everyone else can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, such good like i don't know incredible book definitely one of the best reads i had last year plain and simple nice yeah yeah i've this is one of the few this is one of the few comic books that i've reread more than like a few times honestly i think it has high rereadability yeah i would i think it will make more sense on my second read for sure yeah did you guys like the character or i thought it was cool actually that even though the character was kind of shitty but 
It's the dude um, that Joe meets in the band. Oh, and, and he comes back years later, and he's that crazy yes. homeless dude who kidnaps uh, Nick and yep. tortures him. Yeah, dude, I love that scene. His life was really ruined. His life got <laughs> super ruined by Joe. Yeah. But yeah. dude, you know what's cool is in that scene, he... So yeah, so at the end of that book, Nicholas gets kidnapped by who you realize is the dude from the band like 30 years ago. When he was right, because he has a different name at first, and then Nick is the one to be like, "Oh shit, you're that dude." Yeah, you're that guy, and he's like, he's all like all grizzled now, and like clearly has been like hunting for Joe ever since she ruined their lives. Uh huh. But I think it's also cool that like Bishop uses that dude as like a dog. He's like, you guys can track anyone who's been touched by Joe's magic. Any man, yeah, they automatically, whether they know it or not, they have like a, like a hound, like a bloodhound, sense for her, and so Bishop can use those guys to like lead them to Joe. Yep. It's just, it's just really cool how the magic works. Yeah. I really like the next to last issue where, it, so it's issue 23, I guess. It's basically a sex issue. It's like Joe and Nick having sex, but like the art is insane. It's all like these uh, double page spreads and it's in space. Oh, when they're in like outer space and having sex among yeah. the cosmos. And- yeah. It's not that that's what they're doing, no, but just but the way like how it it's feels. Exp- yeah, it's really, really, really cool. Like it's all, it's so different from the art from the rest of the series. Also, that you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. That kid who becomes a serial killer, I'm just because I'm looking at it right now. He totally looks uh, like uh, Andrew Sorrentino from. Uh, <laughs> from <laughs> if you, seriously, if you go to it, I'm looking, I know you can't see it in the camera, but trust me, if I showed you this one page, it looks exactly like Andrew Sorrentino. <laughs> <laughs> Now we know what yeah, Andrew Sorrentino is secretly. He's pretending to be a stand-up comedian, but... Who would you guys... So we, you already talked about who would you cast as Joe. Who would you cast as, like, Bishop or Walter? Wait, Cody, who would you cast as Joe? Oh, yeah. Um, I would... I don't know. Probably. I think we're, like, on... I think you guys kind of, like, hit the nail on the head. It's, you just need, like, whoever is the finest woman acting right now. You know what I mean? Gotcha. It could literally be anyone, you think? No, I think, I mean, honestly, I think, like, her being, like, really curvy and stuff like that, and just, like, uh, I think that's, like, an important I actually, thing. I agree, and I don't, and I, and I yeah. think that is important, because she is super curvy in the book. Not, like, uh-huh. incredibly, like, 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 super heroin drawn, where tits are popping out. She's just, like, a, yeah, kind exactly. of, like, a thick, like, she has a nice body. She has this, like, thick black hair, like, she's supposed to be immensely attractive. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. without the powers, if you see her walk by, you would still be like, Oh, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, exactly. So like, I, I agree. I do think that's like important. And that's yeah. Look yeah. At, look Wait, at so Jake, who are you saying also to cast Walter, Walter and- Bishop, just as far as like Nick, Nicholas, who would you cast as Nicholas? Nick. We're off the top of my head. Bishop. I'm saying Brian Cox. Ooh, I feel like he could do a good Bishop. I like that actually. Right. Brian Cox, yeah. especially a younger Brian Cox. Yeah, but even older, even I think older, it works perfectly. Because he, because throughout the comic, he's pretty much older, and he has his demonic Cthulhu head. So, yeah, but I, I, okay, I mean that makes sense. I don't know. He's I, only I'm younger in the time. flashbacks. Yeah, I am. I, it's not that I hate. It's just that Brian Cox is really fucking old, now. dude. Do you watch <laughs> Succession? Because he he also kicks ass. I just started it actually. I'm like one episode in. Well, get to me when you're 20 episodes in. Yeah, I haven't watched that. Sorry. Okay. I forgive <laughs> you guys for sucking. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, uh, for Bishop, I was going to say something like, honestly, like Brian Cranston. I knew you were going to say that. Mm-hmm. I literally just right now. I knew you were going to say. I was Brian thinking Cranston. of Brian Cranston too. Yeah. <laughs> um, or even uh, Liam Neeson. <laughs> I was going to say Robert <laughs> Patrick. Who's Robert Patrick again? T one thousand. Oh. Oh. Have you been no, watching Peacemaker? He's in Peacemaker. I know. I, I would have guessed. <laughs> I don't know if I'd cast him as Bishop. But he's good. Yeah, at I don't want. Players. I wouldn't like him as Bishop. I don't know why. Yeah. What about what about Walter? Walter. Young Walter or old Walter? Uh, I guess old Walter. Yeah, old Walter's a bit more prominent. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. He's like a like an old white guy. Donald Logue. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Donald Logue. He played. He fucking played Gordon in uh, the Gotham series. He did right? play Gordon in the Gotham series. <laughs> okay. I can see that. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Walter Steve Lang. Is that his name? Oh, Stephen oh, Lang from Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or I can see that. if not as if not as Walter, maybe as the dude from the band when he comes back years later. Oh, Ooh, okay. I yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I think he'd be great as that character. Yeah. Nice. Nicholas Lash. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, it, it's kind of hard to cast for for him because he's not like, really the, the, that the, cool of a character, if in all honesty. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm, I can't Chris say I disliked Pratt. him, but I didn't like him. Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> he probably wouldn't do a bad job. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's too goofy to play Nick Lash, though. Yeah. I don't know if Nick Lash I would describe as goofy. He's just kind of like under Joe's power. Yeah. Michael Sarah has Michael Sarah. Oh, okay, Bradley oh, Cooper, a la Silver Linings Playbook. Bradley Cooper. Kind I of. actually like that. That's actually Ooh, good. Okay. Good casting. And you're right. That character does feel like Nick Lash. Yeah. I'm okay, down with that. I'm down with Bradley Cooper as Nick Lash. Yeah. Okay. We got to hit up HBO and Ed Brubaker and be like, yo, dog, we just casted your whole entire comic book. Yeah. <laughs> Get give to it to it. us. Yeah, give, it to, give us the rights to your own book. Yeah. Comics <laughs> and Chronic presents. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Brubaker joint. Comics and Chronic Studios. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, it's 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 just a solid fucking fucking book. Great, like great mixing of genres. Pulls it off perfectly. Yeah, like, I, I love yeah. the noir horror shit. Yeah, yeah. it's honestly like one of the like the color scheme is like almost entirely like shades of dark, like dark blues, dark green. Yeah, you know very what I mean? dark. Ooh, yeah, that's true. Dark. That's true. And it's but it's so beautiful. It's just like such a well. It's a beautiful dark story. It's like super. It's a really depressing book, mm-hmm. and I mean that in a cool way. <laughs> um, like it's tragic as fuck for yeah. everyone except for Joe. I agree. It fits the tone. Yeah, like it's got to be that. Yeah, way. It, it's by no means a feel good comic book, and even at the end, when you're like, "Oh wow, the curse is finally like taken off her," it's like, "Oh, but Nicholas's life is ruined forever." <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone, everyone. <laughs> She yep. traveled through time, leaving a wake of <laughs> destruction <laughs> and despair. Behind her. You're, you're absolutely right. She travels through time. You're right, dude. For hundreds of years, she's out here ruining men's lives. Yep. Yeah, it's like entire communities destroyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The story where she's a cowgirl and she does meet the Native American is one of the cooler ones. I thought. 
Yeah, that is cool because she's an outlaw basically. Yeah. She's running with a gang at out a gang or she's the leader of the she's gang. She's the leader right? of the gang. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. But when she sees him, she's like, Oh shit, why am I why aren't my powers working on you? And then you find out it's because of the uh it's because of the markings and shit. Oh, the Native American, right? Yeah. yeah. Milk Fed is his name. Milk Fed, yeah. Yeah, Milk Fed. Yeah. <laughs> that's a cool name. <laughs> how many uh how many Joe Peasies you guys giving it? Well, I was going to say this before I give it that, and maybe okay. it'll explain it. <laughs> I feel go. like it deserves a six because it's like a demonic story, right? But at the end of the day, right? I'm, I'm, I, th- because this isn't the com- kind of comic I gravitate to. You know what I mean? That doesn't make it bad. It's just like I don't really read like noir detective comic sort of things. Like if it's in Batman, sure, but it's not this level. You know, like this is way better than that. Obviously, I, I, like, I, I, I actually. Uh, have and I don't think I ever read it. Brew Baker has a run on Batman, and then he did Gotham Central, Gotham right? Central, That's awesome. called Gotham Central. Yeah, yeah. So Brew Baker does has dipped his toes in the superhero world, doing that, like Death of Captain America, and his Captain America run isn't necessarily like noir, but it has those elements. But all that to say, like generally, when I read comics, I am like a like we like you always say, Jake. I'm a Marvel slut. I'm a DC slut. Like. I try to read as many <sighs> indies as I could, but at the end of the day, that is what I gravitate towards. I like cape superhero cape comics. I'm still one of those. So guys. because you're an uncultured swine, you're going to give Basically, this comic book less than a six. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to have to. That's outlandish. I'm going to have to give it. Wait, I have to ask I'm, before this. What did you give X Men yeah, again? A five point five. Oof. All right. If this is, I gave X Men five point five. This so. is less than that. That's crazy. But go ahead. <laughs> no. <I> was, <laughs> It's actually, I think, this is the third episode in a, in a row where I give something a 5.5, so I'm giving this right, a 5.5 right. I'm just making well. sure that... Wait, what did you Wait. give the Jesus book? Uh, I think I gave it a 4 or 4.5. Okay, alright. I'm just trying to make sure yeah, see, that other books are I'm not trying. somehow beating I'm trying, this. Yeah. Just I'm this trying is arguably... Like, this is a very strong comic book regardless of... Absolutely like, no. Like yeah. I, I'm trying to explain all that before for my score. Like the point five is just my own personal taste preference that I just can't change. That's, That's all. That's fair. I'll take it. I don't like it, but I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you. Because realistically, yeah. I think this deserves triple sixes all around. But mm. Cody, what about you? So I do have like a couple times. No, I'm just fucking around six. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, six for sure, dude. Are we going to do the demonic? I'm, I'm giving one, it a guys. six also, man, because it's, it's just a great. Great art, great story, great writing. Great story. Really captivating. Really. It's just you don't it's the kind of comic that only in my opinion only comes along every so often mm, i agree like it's 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 a long run but it's also not that long and like i said it's the world is so well woven together and create and lush that like i just couldn't Im- it's like literally one of the best com- I, t- I put it in like the top 20 comics i've ever read nice yeah i I would put it in the top 10 that i've ever read easily nice see i I just i just don't i just don't like it that much i don't know if i would put it in the top 20 i would definitely reread it i definitely love that i own it uh i i just think i need to like refine my taste a little bit so my question being after reading this which is literally my first ed brubaker comic that isn't like i said captain america or batman or whatever (laughs) what is the next Ed Brubaker comic? As fans that you guys have read other ones, what should I read next? I would I would read Criminal. 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 Okay. 
Criminal's awesome. I've not even finished Criminal. I think I only. I think I read a couple issues of Jake's when I lived in New York, maybe. Yeah. Or sometime. I, I know I didn't finish it because he didn't have all of them with him. Gotcha. But I read some of it, and it was uh, so good. Yeah, I like Criminal a lot. The other ones are shorter runs. Like Killer Be Killed was good, but it was only like four volumes, I think. Maybe three. Yeah, it's a shorter one. And then Fade Out is really good, but it's not as good. Criminal and Fatal are definitely their strongest. Gotcha. Oh, and it's still Sean Phillips. Like, is, is every book in yeah, of course is it it's Sean Phillips. Phillips? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Or you should read Incognito, which is also really good. Criminal or Incognito. Okay. I like, you know, I do like this is what I love about the podcast. Like, there's a lot of books that I either wouldn't have read because I just don't gravitate to those kind of books or I just never heard of it. Like, I love Philadelphia. I just didn't hear about it until you brought it up. Well, here, this is what I said. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, go well, ahead. Because I ahead. just thought about it. And I forgot that they wrote this and I have it right here. Fucking what you should read, especially because, all right, you're like, this is not your typical genre. You do gravitate more superhero. Right. And so this is both noir and superhero. Okay. And this is a cool comic because you're going to like the research behind it. It's Jim Lee's uh, Wild, fuck, Wild Star Universe, Wildcat Universe. You know what I'm talking okay. about? Yeah. It's like it's image or kind of DC. It's kind of DC kind of image. Uh, it's called Sleeper. This is the entire omnibus. Sleeper. Ooh, it's, nice. Okay. It's all Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips, but, and it's cool because I, I, I read a cool interview. Ed Brubaker was hesitant to do it because it was with characters that were already made up for DC by Jim Lee. Gotcha. Okay, that's cool. But he did it and it's fucking, dude, it's fantastic. It's, it's superhero, like literally takes place in a world of, you'll see some DC superheroes in it midnighter specifically and but it's but nice. it has like noir like giant like illuminati-esque type shit going on nice and uh and it's funny because they talk about like there's like some really comedic moments where people talk about like how did they get their villain names or their superhero names uh there's this one one which is totally meant to be a joke but it's hilarious this woman she can control homosexual men and she she goes by the name fag hag <laughs> Oh boy! And so literally, <laughs> she's telling her story. It's, it's because she got bit by a radioactive homosexual. Oh my god! Wait, Brew Baker made this guy. This guy? Up? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god! It's fucking awesome. But, uh, <laughs> dude, it's, it's a great comic, and it's fucking it's deep. It goes in there. Like this is a huge read. So I would say Criminal, yeah, Criminal, big. and Sleeper are my top two for them after Fatal. Nice. All right, so I'll have to check that out because yeah, yeah like uh, like I was saying, like I just. I, I gravitate towards certain comics. You know, sometimes I read comics because I'm just like, oh, I want to just know all about the continuity. And a lot of these comics are just standalone. They don't have that. And yeah, sometimes but, I really like that, though. I yeah. love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't need everything to be connected like DC and Marvel. Sometimes I just want separate stories. Yeah. Sometimes, in my opinion, sometimes like a short run is almost better by being that than being a part of something better. You know what I mean? I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that wraps this one up. Yeah. yeah. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Thanks again, loyal commies. Yeah. And uh, we love you guys. Sorry, we couldn't give you the yeah, six, six, right. six. We yeah, we, I'm going to perform a satanic ritual in, uh, <laughs> about this because Anthony needs he needs some bad karma for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, you're just out here wishing ill on everybody. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> From he takes the light. The, yeah. Yeah, what's happening to you? Kevin Costner 
Then you tried to mock my synopsis and only gave an equally as shitty one. Yeah. <laughs> it was the same exact one. It was the same exact well yeah well yeah thanks for tuning in to yet another episode of comics chronic as always we appreciate you guys check us out yes we do everywhere yep and rate and review us on spotify and apple podcast god damn it you're listening so you yeah, can we do know it. you're listening yeah they're you're out there yeah you're out in these streets in a way that we cannot be yeah so spread the word on the streets, yeah, just like Joe spread AIDS throughout spread time. The, the good word of yeah, spread the word, yeah. Spread the satanic word. Bring more followers to our cause. Yes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Later. Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon. And I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.